This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Paris. My character, Gray Parrish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parrish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. School of Humans. This is Racket, Inside the Goal Club. Episode 1, Asshole Naked. So what's the Goal Club? The Goal Club was a very upscale, very famous gentleman's club, let's use that, that, that word. And people from all over the country, uh, sports figures, politicians... Everybody came to the Gold Club, and it was it was the spot to go. You ride up in front of the Gold Club. This is not one of those sleaze holes. Walking into the Gold Club was like walking into the Taj Mahal. You had people in tuxedos. You had shirt and ties. You had security. You had everything, and they made you feel welcome. I would chain up a girl and drag her through the club, drag her across the stage. It was kind of an S&M kind of, and the guys loved it. Loved it. There was no competition for the kind of star power that you'd see when you walked in the door. You know, entire basketball teams, would, professional basketball teams would come here and, you know, one of the athletes came in, there'd be a big flourish, there'd be a big announcement, you know. Michael Jordan has just arrived at the Gold Club. It was an interesting experience. I've never been around that many naked women at the same time. You know, beautiful women. They were, you know, in- incredibly attractive. You could go see naked women dance just about anywhere in Atlanta. But when you went to the Gold Club, you were buying an experience that you were a high roller, that you were in the best strip club, and make yourself think, oh yeah, you know, it's costing me a lot, but boy, I can spend this money and I'll get the best. One night I spent almost $12,000. When I went there, I knew I was going to have a good time. It's that, but it's also this. I did see all that stuff where the girls were giving hand jobs and doing coke and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, dang, we're, we're stooping down this low? Atlanta is the Sodom and Gomorrah of the South. It's a city that never sleeps except on Sundays when we all need a break from the hustle 
the big boobs, the blowjobs, the threesomes, and oh my God, the champagne. It wasn't simply content to have a rich clientele, but also to essentially defraud some of these folks who clearly were not paying attention to what they were signing. There seems to be something sketchy going on, you know, you order some champagne and some food and you have some dances and you get a bill for $14,795. I didn't know they were mafia at first. I hadn't, I didn't know, but it's definitely like a feeling. At some point I had these, these moments of clarity where I'm like, this is like not normal. The Gold Club mythology is all that, but I'm gonna tell you the real story and it starts here, the raid. Well, that evening, you know, I normally came to the club and, you know, they knew me by name, so I just walked straight in and they take me upstairs and put me in the VIP room. That's where I go every time. I had a Platinum American Express card. I would open up a tab and then girls would come in all I can remember is that we were drinking champagne, and when I got real, uh, what, what can I say? When I went over top, then I would spray the girls with champagne. Well, as the music was going on that particular night, it had stopped, and... That's when the raid happened. It's March 19th, 1999, and the FBI is raiding a strip club in Atlanta called the Gold Club. A 37-year-old investor named Andre is there. I saw the handguns and they have the lights and things like that, the laser beams, and I see a lot of them. Next thing I hear is a bunch of screaming. I didn't hear any shooting. I heard a lot of screaming. So I stood up and the whole club was deserted. Andre goes downstairs. He's questioned by FBI agents. They asked me, was I involved in the drug, the prostitution, I think, and also was I a member of their gang affiliation or what have you? Six months after the raid, the owner of the Gold Club, a dozen employees, two police officers, a Delta employee, and a New Yorker named Mikey Scars are indicted on more than 150 charges. It ends with one of the longest and most salacious federal trials in the history of the South. I'm Christina Lee. I got my start as a journalist covering live music and nightlife in Atlanta. That's how I learned that Atlanta is ubiquitous with strip clubs. They're weaved into the fabric of our primary cultural export, hip hop. Hip hop artists like Lil Jon, 21 Savage, and Future have launched their careers at clubs like Blue Flame. The expression, make it rain, originated inside the doors of Magic City. 
I expensed the Cheetah Lounge's lobster tail and swordfish sandwich for a lunchtime interview with artist Rich Homie Kwan, and I've interviewed artists at Claremont Lounge, where sexagenarian strippers flatten empty Budweiser cans between their tits. Clubs are located around the city, but Cheshire Bridge Road is a hotspot for sex shops, massage parlors, and strip clubs. That's where you'll find Onyx, where Donald Glover filmed an episode of his show, Atlanta. A mile north, up in Buckhead, is where the Gold Club once was. Unlike clubs like Onyx and Magic City, the Gold Club wasn't at the epicenter of the Dirty South's music revolution. But it was a place for the rich and famous to play. Everyone knew about it. Here's just some of the people who have visited the Gold Club. Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, Boys to Men, Dennis Rodman, Bill Maher, Wesley Snipes, Bruce Willis, Mick Jagger, Jim Belushi, Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson, Keanu Reeves, Madonna, and Donald Trump. By the way, in 2001, a Trump spokeswoman denied that Donald Trump was even a customer. He's never been to the, what is it, the Gold Cafe? When Atlanta hosted the Olympics in 1996, dignitaries from around the world came to the club, including the King of Sweden. The fact that celebrities were at the club was a huge draw for locals coming to the Gold Club. But like all of Atlanta's strip clubs, its biggest attraction was women who got asshole naked, a term coined by Magic City's Lil Magic. Georgia is one of the few states that allows clubs to have a full bar and fully nude dancers. It's usually nudes but no booze or booze with no nudes. Even at New York's infamous Scores, which was recently featured in the movie Hustlers, strippers are required to wear at least a G-string. Gold Club's lawyer Alan Begner explains how Atlanta got to be asshole naked. The Atlanta adult entertainment establishments have existed as nudes since 1970. They went from pasties and G-strings the bras with tassels, to um, nude at the time. The prosecutor tried to stop the play hair from going nude at the Civic Center. That's right. What changed the strip club landscape in Atlanta was a traveling production of the musical Hair. Hair is a countercultural musical about a tribe of politically active hippies protesting the Vietnam War. And in 1970, it was controversial for many free love and anti-war reasons, especially in the conservative South. The brief nude scene closing Act One got the most flack in Georgia. City officials called it obscene. They didn't want hair performed because it was, quote, not the kind of entertainment they felt was proper or desirable in Atlanta. Turns out, those concerns weren't constitutional. And the federal judge, Newell Edenfield, ruled that nudity was not obscenity, and, and all the Atlanta clubs went nude the next day. But I remember arguing to a judge that there was nothing a woman could do with her breasts that was criminal. And I, I think the judge agreed. Atlanta got its production of hair and an unintended byproduct, fully nude strip clubs. And whether the city liked it or not, strip clubs became one of Atlanta's biggest selling points. Here's what happened. In the late 80s, Atlanta was booming as a convention city. It built the World Congress Center, one of the largest convention centers in the country. 
But the problem was that downtown Atlanta didn't have a robust nightlife. There weren't a lot of restaurants or tourist attractions. Enter strip clubs. If you went to a convention in the 80s or 90s, strip club employees would be outside passing out flyers for conventioneers. So going to conventions in Atlanta became ubiquitous with going to strip clubs. Here's Begner again. The conventions that came every year, the bobbin show, sports, the poultry industry, others, told the city they were only going to come here if there was new dance clubs for their conventioneers. In 87, the state passed a law banning new dancing and alcohol clubs. And these conventions went to the Chamber of Commerce in the city and said, if they weren't there, they're not coming back. And so the city quietly took our side of the uh, battle. The, the law was stricken immediately by the Fulton County Superior Court judge and never went into effect. Um, but the industry has been supported by every mayor since the 70s. Now, Atlanta city officials aren't bending over backwards to support the clubs, but they do see them as a positive economic investment. The city takes advantage of it and benefits from it economically, but doesn't always do so in a way that's very explicit. This is Josh Humphreys, the Director of Housing and Community Development with the city of Atlanta. Today, the nightlife economy, which includes bars, hotels, and strip clubs, grosses about $5.4 billion in annual revenue and makes up for about 50,000 jobs. The identity of the city is it's a place you're going to come and have a good time, right? There's a, there's a lot of reputation within that, oh, well, these professional athletes, they were playing in Atlanta last night and they had a layover there, so they're going to they're gonna have a rough game tonight because they were in Atlanta, right? There's that type of reputation of it. You're gonna, you go there to have a good time. Atlanta's good time economy has had its ups and downs. In the mid-1980s, there were some instances where strip club rivalries got out of hand. Retired Atlanta journalist Jeff Dore remembers the first story he saw on TV was just that. On Cheshire Bridge Road, there were two uh, strip clubs across the street from each other. And turn on the news, we're just looking for a house to move here. And the story was that the owner of one of the strip clubs had just run out of his strip club, uh, I guess in the middle of the night with a Molotov cocktail and threw it in the strip club across the street and ran back. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a good news town. <laughs> in 1987, construction began on a new strip club in town the Gold Club. The club was a 5,000-square-foot, flat, Art Deco-inspired building with gold trim. It cost $4 million to build. Before it opened, the city revoked the club's liquor license. The owners were two brothers, Stephen and David Manley, and their business partner, John Kirkendall. And on their liquor license application, they didn't disclose that a strip club they owned in Dallas was being investigated for perjury, money laundering, and obstruction of justice. They sued the city for denying their liquor license and won. Everything was running smoothly until the affluent surrounding neighborhood revolted. Yeah, and in fact, we lived in Garden Hills, so very close to there. And when it was being built, and we knew this was gonna be a great big strip joint <clears throat> right next to our neighborhood, some of the young mothers in the neighborhood picketed, and my wife was one of them. 
um, pushing a baby stroller around the future gold club, trying to get city council to not let it open there. There were all these stories about, oh, it's just gonna bring sex and crime to the neighborhood and you know, it's just gonna ruin the, the area. And it turned out actually it didn't happen. I mean, whatever was going on inside pretty much stayed inside. I'm Christina Lee. This is Racket. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. In the 90s, most strip clubs in Atlanta were making 5 to $7 million a year, but not the Gold Club. At its height, it made over $20 million. The club boasted four elevated stages, Vegas-inspired lighting and choreography, Dom Perignon, and semi-private rooms. It staffed twice as many dancers as other clubs. All this spectacle was to inspire you to spend a shit ton of money. One gold club story that gets passed around is about a Louisiana lawyer down on his luck in debt $25,000. But one day, he won a $100,000 lottery and immediately drove to Atlanta and dropped half his winnings in one night. He has no regrets. It was a good time. But some customers would wake up after a night at the gold club, see the charges on their credit card, and accuse the club of fraud. Some of these stories were, frankly, kind of funny. This is Scott Henry, Atlanta nightlife journalist. And you really wondered what these people did for a living and how they could be so blasé about their money. I remember there was one guy who went there and I think he ended up uh, uh, challenging a bill that was $25,000 or something like that for maybe four hours. And they asked him how much 
he had intended to spend. And he said, oh, maybe 10. And that's just inconceivable to most folks that you would spend $10,000 on a night out <laughs> and not really have anything to show for it. There was one I remember because it was over, it was over 100000 and it was in two hours, two and a half hours. Gold Club lawyer Begner tells us about an incident at the club where the president of a trucking company was trying to impress his executive staff. He ordered drinks and food for everyone and said he tipped the Gold Club staff 100% if they literally ran to get their libations. And so they had dancers running, I mean, bartenders and waitresses running around and stuff. And, and so they ended up over $100,000 and they thought they had been cheated. Um, I don't know. It just That was a case where I don't think it was a fraud at all. Defending credit card fraud lawsuits was just another day at the Gold Club, even before the FBI got involved. Begner would have to take a lot of these cases to court because the Gold Club didn't want to settle the disputes. Begner has represented almost every massage parlor, sex toy store, and strip club in Atlanta. But the Gold Club had the most credit card complaints by far compared to his other clients. One of Begner's favorite credit card cases against the Gold Club involves a vampire. As he tells it, a regular came in to see a Gold Club dancer. She was joking around and said she was going to show him the vampire bite. She bit his cheek a bit too hard. It bled. The staff cleaned him up. Besides the mark, he was fine until he got home and his wife saw the bite, but even worse, his credit card bill. So when he went home, as it turned out, he had been lying to his wife about where he was going. And uh, he confessed to her that he had been to Gold Club and the dancer had bit him and that's how he got cut. And she was so mad at him that she threw him out of the house, would never again let him even see their sons who were fairly old, like 10 and 8 or something, they weren't babies, and uh, divorced him. And he sued, saying he had a perfect marriage until then. But he had to allege and prove that we knew there was a vampire working for us at the Gold Club and that we let her still work there knowing that she was a vampire and might injure people with the vampire bite. On top of an alleged vampire and disputed credit card charges, ownership of the Gold Club resulted in a dramatic power struggle. In 1993, an Iowa investment banker sued the Gold Club, claiming that a bouncer beat him up. He won, but part owner and financier John Kirkendall couldn't pay the jury award without going bankrupt. It was over $300,000. Enter Steve Kaplan. Growing up, Kaplan helped run his father's newspaper stand at Penn Station in New York. He went on to own several Penn Station storefronts and nightclubs in New York and Florida. Kaplan offered to help Kirkendall pay this guy off, run the Atlanta location's daily operations, and plot franchises across the states and Canada. If that sounds too good to be true, that's because it was. Kaplan invested in the Gold Club. He became half owner. But within a few weeks of signing the deal, 
Kirkendall sued him. Here's Begner again. And then he and Kirkendall, Stephen Kirkendall, hated each other. They had a, their own private war that I wasn't in. They were suing each other about who was going to run the club. And they, they had all these lawyers involved in all these cases. And every day, a sheriff would serve some different order, kicking one out or the other. In grand jury testimony, Kirkendall said he was uneasy about the partnership from the beginning. They brokered the 50-50 ownership deal on Christmas Eve, 1993 in upstate New York. Kirkendall said Kaplan agreed to pay the lawyer fees and did so by handing over brown paper bags stuffed with cash. This was just the beginning of the toxic Kirkendall-Kaplan partnership. The two businessmen had very different ideas about how to run the club. According to Kirkendall, Kaplan immediately took over transforming the club. He painted the interior black, brought in wall-sized mirrors, and started construction on VIP rooms upstairs in the balcony. At one point, Kirkendall changed the locks on the building and hired armed guards to keep Kaplan out of their club. The tug of war was digging a financial hole that neither of them could afford. A few months into 1994, Kaplan bought Kirkendall out for $3 million. No more locked doors. The keys were his. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screenforlife for more information. The night the FBI raided the Gold Club, Andre, the regular we met earlier, was questioned. In the six months prior to the raid, Andre had spent $175,000 at the club. 
he was nervous the FBI had something on him. Immediately that night, I called my attorney, and he says, you have got to be kidding me. I said, yeah. So he says, why were you in there? And he never knew I, 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 I went in there. He never knew it. And uh, he says, well, we got to do some work. And then that's when the trial happened. Over the next two years, Andre is called into grand jury testimony. He's interviewed by the FBI and the media. Andre is called to the courthouse to testify at the Gold Club trial. I was brought up, and this is what scared me, okay? They brought me up through a certain area in the courtroom to testify. And I left that way. I didn't walk out the general public area. They felt I had some information that would send Steve Kaplan to prison or his constituents because I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know where Steve Kaplan it went to. I was told to not get in contact with him, do not answer any of his calls. Uh, he knew where I lived. Some people did come by my house, but I never answered the door. So after after that trial, I, I stayed out of strip clubs for a long time. Here's journalist Scott Henry. If you were there at a bachelor party or or there on a Friday night down on the floor, you expected that there were probably crazy things going on in the mezzanine area and you would see people go up to the to the rooms that were cordoned off and uh, and so it it wasn't a uh, a stretch to imagine that that uh, uh, the jet set and famous people and underworld characters were were all convening in in the rooms upstairs but henry couldn't have imagined how crazy those upstairs antics were even Begner, who worked closely with the Gold Club, felt that something was off. So the other thing about it was, is when I would go by to visit, it was on my way home, so from my office, and the Gold Club, no one had time to visit with. They were like they were always busy. They were locked up into some office and couldn't and couldn't come down to visit with me, or they'd come down to say hello and say they they had to go. Uh, somewhere else. So that, I always found that odd. It just was an atmosphere of, of aggressiveness. The Gold Club charges included racketeering, prostitution, credit card fraud, money laundering, wire fraud, loan sharking, extortion, obstruction of justice, airline fraud, corruption, and a conspiracy to funnel money to organized crime. The Gold Club trials became front-page news. Media outlets around the world were covering it, not only because of the extensive charges, but because of the salaciousness of the story. The Gold Club trial has everything a page six story is hungry for. Horny athletes, fraud, raunchy sex, prostitution, and even the mob. This season will go beyond the Gold Club headlines, taking you behind the scenes of the infamous club 
and the notorious trial. On the next episode of Racket. Um, we, it was our understanding that we bought more Dom Perignon at the Gold Club than any other entity in the country. There was more Dom Perignon bought by the Gold Club on a monthly basis than any other restaurant or any other bar. And it was about selling champagne and, you know, he would call us bitches, you bitches, you effing, you know, and, and that, I'm sorry, I don't even know if I can say that word. <laughs> and I, and I, and I did see all that stuff where the girls were giving hand jobs and doing coke and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You really do not need to be working in a strip club as a prostitute because you're stupid. <laughs> There's no way you should be getting caught. I'm Christina Lee. This is Racket, Inside the Gold Club. Racket Inside the Gold Club is a production of School of Humans and iHeartRadio. Racket's written and narrated by me, Christina Lee, and produced by Gabby Watts. Caroline Slaughter is our supervising producer. Special thanks to Taylor Church and Sonam Vashi. Music is by Claire Campbell, and sound design and mix is by Tune Welders. Executive producers are Brandon Barr, Elsie Crowley, and Brian Lavin, along with Scott Grubman and Lauren Zimmerman. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. 